0: you are gonna go broke showing turkeys like these. It's turkey time. come on. <laughs> There's something out here. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Let's Talk Turkeys. I'm your host, Movie Miss, and we're welcoming you back for part two of our two-part episode discussion on the movie, Nope. Now, when we last were here, we were discussing the scene where it was a flashback for Gordy. So basically, the Gordy's home set, the massacre, the chimp going crazy, uh, getting killed right in front of little Jupe, who's hiding under the table. He gets splattered with blood, and it's this whole traumatic, horrific scene, which we don't really get to see any of. No horror in my horror movie, pretty much. <laughs> so that is where we last were, and let's jump right back in now to Nope. <laughs> we cut now to adult Jupe in his office. He's sort of half smirking and lost in thought. His wife snaps him out of it, starts a run through of his lines for the show, which we hear him start talking and he goes, what if I told you? And it's like we cut to a title card that says Lucky, which is the horse that was just recently sold to him by OJ. And I'm laughing so hard because he's wearing this howdy doody looking cowboy suit, which we'll get a better look at in a minute. But it's terrible. It's so cheesy. So we see M chilling, Angel. Putting tarps over cameras because he says a storm is clearly coming. OJ takes off for Jupiter's claim after finding a flyer and a pile of horse dookie outside. <laughs> There's some horse droppings and the flyers sitting there.
0: <laughs> that was some great A symbolism right there. It's like, no, Jupe's whole story horse shit.
1: <laughs> so he tells Angel he's going to get lucky and he leaves. And my first thought was, how? What do you mean you're going to get lucky? You sold him. What? See, that's funny because my
0: first thought was like, oh, is there a whorehouse here in town? <laughs>
1: I'm going to get lucky. Yes. It's Jupiter's Clam. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So we cut to the Jupiter's Clam outdoor show arena and there's a sparse crowd. And I'm thinking, how much are these people paying to come here? There's no way he sustains this as a living, like hardly anybody there. The sky looks mildly overcast and stormy. We cut to a shot in the audience there of a huge icy machine with four big flavor flavors showing. And it's like this. And I'm thought, wow, I want an icy. I'm with you. It's not the food for me. I wanted an icy. (laughs) Oh, I want an icy too, because I want to try a cactus flavored icy. That sounds delicious. Right? So Jupe enters the ring in this cowboy getup that I already have said more than once looks like Howdy Doody. He looks more like that than he does a Old West Frontiersman, which I would, I think maybe just for show and spectacle, he wants, oh, there's that damn word. He wants a more showy, showbiz looking outfit. It's so cheesy.
0: Yeah, well, but it's, I've, I mean, I've never been to one of those shows, but I, I've I've seen enough of this like kind of stuff on television like cop shows or various things where they go to these kinds of western events like rodeos and things typically it is more (laughs) colorful
1: what law and order the wild wild west
0: (laughs) (laughs) sorry well they are running out of ideas that's probably going to be happening eventually but uh it's like you know like whenever they do like a show that ends up going to some kind of rodeo or something you look at the characters that are there and they're dressed up in more brightly colored showmanship looking western outfits i That's don't true. know why it does look horrible
1: so as he starts speaking we see that there is a large covered box in the arena with him he gives a shout out to his wife and the staff and his former co-star mary joe elliott and we cut to her we obviously it's from gordy's home is what he's referring to She's shown in a motorized scooter wheelchair situation with a sweatshirt on with a picture of herself as a child actor on her sweatshirt, and she's wearing a hat with a veil to hide her face. So something clearly is not right with this woman. We know, obviously, it's from a monkey attack on the set. So Jupe has a spaceship, when you get a good look at it, embroidered on the back of his cowboy genet. That's what that white embroidery is on the back. It's a fucking spaceship.
0: I never caught that until I was looking at the notes, um, the the trivia. I was actually going to bring that up before you did. It's a good thing you did because I couldn't find it.
1: So the only reason we get a good look at it is because he turns his back to the camera to tell himself a pep talk. He's all, you're chosen. Like, you know, you, you can do this. You're, you're special. And again, it's a it's a throwaway little thing that he just says real quick. And unless you're paying attention to the themes that Jordan Peele is hoping we pick up on in this movie, because he didn't flat out write them, is he feels that he's been chosen by the aliens, and he's special because he was special enough to survive the Gordy attacks when he was a child.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. I thought it was a throwback to Mortal Kombat, and he was playing Liu Kang, and he was like, "I am the chosen one."
1: All right, (laughs) I'm on board with that. I'd rather watch that also. (laughs) So he then addresses the audience and says, what if I told you that in an hour you're going to leave here different because you're going to see a spectacle today that you won't believe. Then he recounts the story of the first night that he saw a flying saucer suck up a horse into the sky and disappear. Which is interesting because when he says this,
0: he goes, the first alien he saw was six months ago at 6.13 p.m. And if you go back to it, the Gordy attack, when he's telling the story, he said the attack lasted for six minutes and 13 seconds.
1: I did not pick up on that.
0: I could like, why my ass off right now? And say, see, I'm clever. I picked up on this shit. But obviously I read it online.
1: Right? Because again, you had to research in order to learn stuff about a movie you watched (laughs) so annoying so (laughs) jupe further says that he thinks they are being surveilled by an alien species and he's named them the viewers even though he's never seen them and he's confident they trust him we even get a shot of alien merch like on a table (laughs) he's selling merchandise of the aliens if i remember right they look like the masks and shit that the kids had oh you know what yeah they were like little
0: grays you're right so that that's probably where the kids got the costumes and stuff from
1: ah okay that makes sense now okay so he unveils the box that's standing next to him there we see that lucky the horse is about to be not so lucky Jupe says they have some time to kill before the experience begins. So he wants his three sons to come do a little number. And then we see them standing off in the side with the wife getting ready to come out. And all of a sudden, the UFO in the clouds starts to appear. And the colored flag ribbon that was on the decoy horse is hanging from this cloud, which I believe is the shot of the poster. theatrical poster for this movie i think so
0: which is interesting because um this this is like one of the many things that me and the girlfriend well she mainly her kind of picked up on of why she compares it a lot to jaws because the flags coming down as a lot like the barrels in the water which is also fascinating i thought for sure jaws would have been a inspiration for this movie not even on the list of movies that helped inspire him for this movie
1: Oh, did you find a list somewhere where he actually said what inspired him or what somebody yeah, else and, and thought? So, some, of, some of them made sense. Um, it's what actually Jordan Peele himself has said.
0: Yeah, it, it's Peele. He said, sites as inspirations, uh, close encounters of the third kind. Signs. Also boring.
1: Okay. Signs, okay.
0: Um, he threw in Jurassic Park, which I, I kind of see a little bit, but not a lot. But the two that threw me off were the Wizard of Oz and King Kong.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a hack. I don't care.
0: (laughs) I I disagree.
1: So jupe says uh, a loud noise happens. So he says, oh, they're early. This is new. And everybody stay in your seats. He starts the show early. He opens the horse cage, but the horse just stands there. It does not come out. It does not move. It stays in the little cage. You know, that's kind of weird. It's almost like the horse was saying, nope. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All the electronics stop working and we get a really good look now, a close up of the icy machine again. They stop spinning. And this is where I saw the flavors. You're right. Two of them say cactus and they're green colored. I was like, Ooh, I bet that's good. Then we get a blue one that says it's sky berry flavor and a red one that says watermelon. And all I was doing in my mind for this, like really long shot for no reason of an icy machine was trying to mix these flavors. I wonder what cactus watermelon would taste like. (laughs) Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that.
0: I'm going to have to add Slurpees to my list of things to do
1: today. I know. I kind of want one too now. So everyone's watching as this ship comes right over the arena. Wind kicks up. We see Mary Jo's face under that veil gets revealed and she's not looking too good. She looks like she was mauled and they did not have a good reconstructive plastic surgeon for her face.
0: No, she she looked creepy. Um, because I remember that in the trailer, and that was one of the things that sold it for me. Was I was like, ooh, what it what is this? Like, why is her face all jacked up like that? What the hell's going on?
1: And we never get to see why. No payoff. No. Anyway, <laughs>
0: are you gonna need the
1: help getting down off that high horse? It's lucky. Call him lucky. Anything under me is. <laughs> sorry when you when you tee them up oh man so the wind starts swirling and we see people all getting sucked up into the air and into the quote-unquote ship in the sky but we see inside that the people now appear to be inside of a long tunnel looking thing which reminds us of the opening of the film when we saw a little bit it's soft it's Pink tissuey looking. The walls are moving. It's very weird. And you're like, holy shit, this is like an esophagus or something.
0: That's not what I was thinking. I, I, I assumed this was a giant flying space vagina.
1: So now OJ shows up, comes into Jupiter's Claim, and it's now abandoned looking. He heads over to the arena where he sees trash and debris everywhere. And Lucky, still in his box. God bless him. He avoided it. He stayed in the box. It was so smart. Damn, that horse is lucky. OJ sees the ship bouncing from cloud to cloud overhead, and it makes a run at OJ, so he hides under some bleachers. We cut to OJ waking up in his truck now as Lucky walks by, and it's raining outside, and it's dark. Angel says goodnight to M in the house. He'll be back in the morning, and he leaves. And I was like, huh? You'll be back in the morning? Why? who are you? What are you doing in my house? Why are you injecting yourself into this?
0: What? It's because Angel just forces himself into the movie. He's like, know, I, I don't care what happens. This movie needs Angel. And so I'm just, it's going to happen.
1: So OJ loads Lucky up in his trailer, calls M's cell phone, tells her he was right. It's not a ship. We cut to Angel driving away and his van on the road dies. No power. It shuts down. OJ tells M it's an animal and it ate those people. And he makes the assumption again, as he does, that this is a territorial animal. And then, of course, M's phone dies. So he can't expand on that. But he's he's just making a lot of assumptions in this movie about this thing he knows nothing about, really. (laughs) No, but he, he is an animal handler, so he
0: knows animal behavior. So there is a little bit of expertise. I mean, he he's jumping way to conclusions. It, it's kind of like a person who's not an editor decides to rip apart a Facebook post uh, on poor grammar because they automatically assume that they are an editor. Hey, if you've, been,
1: if you've been paid to do that in the past, it's official. It's a job. <laughs> <laughs> Angel comes running, grabs a knife hides under a table as it's pouring rain outside, loud noises. We see the alien hovers over the house and basically spits out everything. I'm guessing it can't digest, which is why it spit out all the metal earlier in the film. We get metal signage, keys, everything landing on the ground. Then we see either blood or digestive fluid or... Something. It vomits this weird red pinkish shit all over the outside of the house.
0: I took it as blood, which again further supports my theory of a giant floating space vagina.
1: Outside, OJ approaches the house and his truck dies. Inside, Em and Angel are still hiding and cowering. Why? What, What have you ever noticed in this pattern the behavior of this thing it's not going to come in your house what
0: that i kind of took it as like okay they don't know entirely yet that it's an uh a creature and not a spacecraft so they're probably still expecting aliens to come down Um, beam into the house and come after them that's how i
1: interpreted that that's the only thing that makes any sense because they aren't at risk we we know from this thing by being inside Yeah, no, it's like, that's the safest place you're going to be is inside. Otherwise, you know, vagina is going to get you. So back outside, OJ peeks out of his truck, sees that he is just underneath this thing. It's hovering right above him. So he shuts his door and he says, nope. (laughs) That's number eight. Take a drink. And sadly, that is our last one for the film. There are only eight instances when the word nope is actually said. It's not bad. I mean, I probably could have got away with a little bit of vodka and it would not have hurt me. So we get a jump scare when the horse decoy that the alien ate a while ago now falls through the truck windshield. (laughs) That's a good jump scare. I will say I I jumped at that. That was pretty good. I, I liked that. My
0: issue with it was how long does it take to digest this shit? Because that stuff
1: was sitting up there for a while then. And now it's just now spitting it out. Agreed. It was so large. You would think he would have immediately taken it in and went, oh, and spit it right out. If you know anything about most people, like if they get too, if they get something like, you
0: know, a little too big in their mouth, they're going to gag. Facts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm here to say you are correct. <laughs> See, I just set that one up for you and you just. You tee him up, baby. That's why we're a good team. <laughs> so the alien leaves. The sky clears up. And the power all comes back on and it appears now to be early morning. M wants to leave. Angel tells her they're alive because they stayed inside. Don't go outside. He's not wrong. (laughs) That is true. OJ pulls up, opens the door of Angel's techie van. That's he's got his fries van out there. And he makes some noise, which was weird to me because wouldn't the alien be attracted to that? Wouldn't it be like, oh, something's stirring over there. But he motions at M and Angel to hurry up and come on. And they run outside and they all jump in the van. I would think the alien would be attracted to that because he's hovering right over them in a cloud when this all is happening.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of inconsistencies with the alien.
1: So we cut to a flashback of OJ back on the set with his horse telling people, don't look it in the eyes. That's a safety thing with the horse, I guess. And then we see now OJ puts his head down outside with this van, hoping that the giant alien disc will pass him over as long as he doesn't make eye contact with it. Again, making a whole world of assumptions about this alien thing that you know nothing about. Maybe if I don't look at it. No, (laughs) it's because you're you're inside and it'll attack you if you're outside. Like, come on. It's a fair assumption though. Like you're you're
0: stuck outside and that's the only thing you can do to protect yourself. You're gonna try it. I suppose.
1: But the horses (laughs) like horses don't look up and make eye contact with it, I'm sure. That's so stupid.
0: We don't know that. Maybe the horses are like, you know, like looking up and like, hey, what's up, dude? What are you doing here?
1: (laughs) So M and Angel hop in the van and they all drive away and they go to Angel's apartment. (laughs) Oh, it's this pathetic little hole, poor guy. Working at Fries.
0: <laughs> this made me feel so bad for Angel. Like, oh, dude, your life is shit. Like, I suddenly <laughs> feel better about my life.
1: Then we see Ant editing some of his filmed footage. And he's listening to the news report about how, I want to say 40 was the number. I'm not sure. People not who 40. disappeared in Agua Dulce.
0: Which is weird. It did not look like 40 people. So I'm thinking it had to get more people like no. up inside the park.
1: So we cut to Angel M and OJ at a fast food restaurant now. OJ says he doesn't think it will eat you if you don't look it in the eyes. (laughs) I don't know if I want to go test that theory. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I wouldn't test the theory. That's not something I would do. I thought it was interesting. This is the same restaurant that was in Us.
1: Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, I I don't know. Because I didn't care.
0: (laughs) Well, see, you should care because it's a fried fish sandwich and the fried fish sandwich sounds damn good.
1: Oh, my God. Now I have to go get a fried fish sandwich and an icy
0: <laughs> stop uh-huh. and some <laughs> and some hot Cheetos and some Sour Patch Kids. You, you can
1: have those. Oh, I will. So they say they don't want to talk about it. But when we go outside, OJ continues and says it is definitely an animal and they have rules. They know what they want. So, so then they decide they know what it wants, the alien, and they know how it comes. So they're trying to, like, figure it out, basically, how to deal with it. What,
0: they know how it what now?
1: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're trying to get me to say again. <laughs> so the next day, the three of them show back up at the ranch, which looks like hell. There's shit everywhere. And they find Ant is waiting there. With his equipment and his car, he asks them, how do we draw it out? Because he believes them, because he's been staring at that cloud that hasn't moved an inch. <laughs> That's really freaky to me, that aspect of this where you look up in the sky and you notice that cloud doesn't move. And every time you look up, it's still there. Just period, point blank, just that. That is freaky to me. That does it, not it, a movie, that does not a movie make, but it's still freaky no. to me.
0: I mean, I can see your point of view. I can. I disagree with it, uh, and I will fight you to the death over it, but um, I can see your point of view of, like, why you don't like it. Yeah, there's there's quite a few inconsistencies that just bother me in this movie, and there's some things that I felt like he built up for that he did not deliver. Like, the big payoff at the end is a part where I will, I will you will hear me complain.
1: I'm intrigued. All right, let's get there. <laughs> So OJ says, if we feed it, we will be able to draw it out. OJ further posits that the fake horse must have gotten stuck in its windpipe or something. Really? Just don't speak. Just be your introverted, quiet self. Don't say stupid shit.
0: Well, he's not wrong. It got stuck in something. He couldn't digest it, so he had to spit it back
1: out. OJ says, they aren't the reason that it has settled here. He blames Jupe for feeding it weekly for the last six months he says jupe tried to tame a predator that was a mistake instead you enter an agreement with it i would argue that that is what jupe did or thought he was doing right (laughs) he thought i I,
0: I would yeah that was an agreement and either way it's like yeah you don't You don't. uh, It's like when you go to the zoo, they say, don't feed the bear, don't feed the animals or whatever, because, yeah, you don't want to feed them because next thing you know, bears going to follow you home, you know, lounge on your couch and make you its bitch. And you're going to be cooking it like, you know, fried fish sandwiches. With icies. Cactus icies.
1: So Ant says something really funny and it's off, just off. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not ad lib, but he says it like it's an off the cuff remark and it's real quick. And if you're not paying attention, you can miss it. When he says, you can't tame a predator, Ant goes, yeah, just ask Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> I was like, ooh, yes. Oh, that's harsh. So true. So Angel asks, how do you enter an agreement with an alien? And then OJ randomly just says, let's refer to it as jean jacket. What? What? <laughs> i have to pause on that for a second what uh,
0: that, that is the worst name possible for not just a horse but yeah like an alien space i mean like you kind of wonder like is that why this thing gets so pissy at the end is it like you're calling me what oh no fuck you dude i'm gonna kill you now
1: <laughs> my issue was it wasn't with the actual name my issue was what the name represents they made it a point in his writing of this movie, in the writing, that the horse that the dad bought for her and then didn't let her have, and then used it in the business, she named it Jean Jacket. Now we're going to call this alien who doesn't need a name, Jean Jacket. What What is the connection there? A what? Help me out here. I don't know. I honestly have nothing. I'm trying to figure it out. Um... What's the significance of using that name right now for this alien? It makes no sense.
0: Yeah, I got nothing. There's like you came in like there's no
1: connection that would make sense to this. All right. If you think of one, let me know.
0: (laughs) I I, I got nothing. I'm just I'm I'm kind of annoyed that your logic of slowly pulling apart the strings of this beautiful
1: movie. So Ant says, let's give Jean Jacket some horses and film what happens. Let's do it. They refuse to sacrifice any of their horses. And OJ says he'll be the bait. He'll draw the alien out. He can do it. Okay, fine. Arguably the most annoying character to me in the movie. You want to sacrifice yourself, bro? Go right ahead. <laughs> oh, poor, poor OJ, man. He just gets no love for me. Ant tells them to draw him out and he'll film him from the safety of a ridge nearby with his non-electrical crank camera, hand crank camera that he made himself. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. So OJ says it's definitely an animal. It has a spirit and it can be broken just like any other animal. This man is making so many assumptions about an alien creature that could gobble you the fuck up. <laughs> oh. I'm so annoyed by that. It's a pattern. You know
0: the only thing I can say is that right now you're you're illogical hatred of oj the only thing i can say about it is is if it doesn't fit you must acquit okay and 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 right now your your hatred for oj it doesn't fit so you must acquit
1: it's not illogical i'm telling you it's annoying to me that this man makes so many fucking assumptions about something that could easily kill him i'm just trying to defend
0: the man because i like him but yeah no I, I see your point i see it i just hate that i see your point
1: <laughs> well you don't have to agree with it That that's fine.
0: No, but that's the part that makes it even worse is that there's times where I'm starting to friggin' agree with it. <laughs>
1: so during all of this monologuing, we are getting shots of Angel gathering up equipment from Fries. How he doesn't get fired for stealing, I don't know. Of course, uh, because he... they're going to be closing down. <laughs> he and O in this world, they don't, but okay. He and o- OJ could. are taking car batteries from all the abandoned cars that were left at Jupiter's Claim and we see M stealing some of those, or she's going to steal some of those dancing windsock guys that you always see outside of car dealerships. A whacking, wavy, uh, inflatable arm tube band. Yeah, exactly. That guy, <laughs> the whole bunch of those we see at a car dealership. Then we see her behind a sewing machine. So like, oh, there's a lot of stuff going on in this little montage. Then we cut to a dinner table where the four of them are discussing the importance of what they're about to do. And then Aunt starts <laughs> quoting the lyrics to the Flying Purple People Eater song. <laughs> um, all I did was look around this table and think M is the most normal, quote unquote, but she seems a little manic and crazy. Everybody else has zero personality at this table. This is just a bunch of, like, I can't root for them. I can't get behind them going into this slam bang finish. I can't, like, I want them all to get eaten. (laughs) That's the twist ending I want. Nobody survives.
0: I like the characters. Uh, My only disappointment with this scene was of all all the scenes we've had with food, and this one had nothing, like empty plates, unnameable beer cans, uh, (laughs) uh, mystery soup. Like, what the hell is going on here? Give, give, I mean, you've done so good with the food up until this point. Give me something.
1: That's your complaint for this scene. <laughs> Mine is that like, is these people suck. And you're like, no food. There wasn't food. It's. I,
0: I mean, every other scene that involved food made me want to try the food. Because it looked all really good. And I'm like, Ugh. now there's just empty plates. My stomach was hurting from this.
1: So we see now that they have a walkthrough on a map. They're going to figure, plot out what they're going to do. We see O.J. putting a mask of sorts to block out Lucky's eyes so he can't see whatever they're going to do. He tells her, this is so the alien won't get you or something like that. He's like talking to her when he puts it on her head or his head. He's assuming an awful lot still at this point. (laughs) So then we get the title card, Jean Jacket, which obviously is going to refer to the alien.
0: (laughs) What? Your hatred for this movie is just killing me. It's like, oh, my Lord, it is so hardcore.
1: Can you feel it like resonating off of me?
0: (laughs) I can't. It's I mean, like, I don't you you don't watch anime or anything, but it's like it's like an anime in uh, Dragon Ball Z when Goku goes Super Saiyan and you can just see the energy radiating (laughs) off of him. And I'm like, this is you right now. Your hatred is just making you go Super Saiyan. I am Goku.
1: <laughs> Does that make you Vegeta? uh oh yes I would love being Vegeta <laughs> My Vegeta So Angel and aunt are all set up now with all their gear cameras under a beige netted tarp situation ready to go to start filming. Inside the house M puts on music a, an album on the record player really loud attached to a speaker on the roof. <laughs> I'm assuming she had Angel's help for that because that looked like an old ass speaker system. Oh, yeah.
0: No, Angel did all that shit.
1: She looks out her window to a few of those colorful windsock guys dancing in the breeze. We cut to Ant filming. We get a pan shot of the landscape. There's at least, I counted, at least 40 of these motherfucking windsock guys out across Dispersed. Which is why I was more convinced I heard them on the news report say 40 missing people. They must have had 40 car batteries because they say later that each of these Windsock guys is attached to a car battery and that's how they're able to move. And they're using them as a warning system so that when jean jacket comes by, they will fall to the ground and stop moving because the batteries get drained. I don't understand how the battery gets drained quickly by the entity. And then suddenly is refilled again magically because when the alien passes by and now the coast is clear, the Windsock guys go back up to dancing. How That's did the fair. batteries refill? Explain that to me. My problem
0: was, okay, so 40 batteries is what you said, right? Yep. 40 people went missing. So 40 batteries from 40 cars for 40 wacky waving Sockmen, we'll just say. That's weird to me because 40 people some of those people had to have been doubled up in cars. Yes, I thought that
1: too. And children.
0: And children. So it's like there there had to have been, so there had to be either more than 40 people yes. or math did not, you know, math, math not peel best subject.
1: <laughs> yes, no, math is not my best subject. And I picked that up immediately. I was like, 40 people went missing, 40 car batteries. Um, there was not more than 40 people in those stands. No way. There wasn't even from what I thought 20.
0: No, no, that, 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 So, like, the most of the people had to be coming from outside of the stadium. Yeah, it crazy. Yeah, it's like the, there had to have been more than 40 people because 40 cars would equal, like, the kids are coming to this. And no 12 year old is coming up in his, like, Honda Civic or anything like that. You know, it's right. like not
1: gonna. So, we cut now to OJ in a bright orange sweatshirt because apparently he wrangled or, uh, handled horses on the set of the movie the scorpion king so he's wearing a a crew hoodie from the scorpion king it's bright orange and did you pick up on the fact that
0: most of the movie uh oj is wearing orange and emerald is wearing green
1: oh that's so fun who could care (laughs) who could fucking care no i did not pick up on that at all no
0: so you t- like that was like, I was seriously like, oh, that's so fun. I was like, oh, I got her. And they are like, I don't fucking care. Like, oh, okay.
1: no, <laughs> that's that's not going to make I me it. like this movie.
0: I liked it. I don't care. I will smack the opinion down. It was cool to me.
1: So OJ takes off on Lucky, now who can't see down this road M goes in the shed to watch everything on the security cameras. They have a walkie system, walkie talkie, so they can all communicate. She's bitching at angel because something's going on with the security camera glitching. And he says he's been busy rigging up 50 sky dancers, five zero to a bunch of car batteries, and then connecting them all to a central control panel. What? (laughs) What in the actual fuck?
0: Okay. What, what is your complaint? And no. I will, I will, I will strip it apart. What is your complaint? And I will take it down. Okay. What, what do you well,
1: got? you, you agree with me on the sheer numbers of it, not adding up. First of all, yes. 50 of these on batteries. Really? Okay.
0: But now, now that I can explain to, you. I, I'm assuming that was just angel being like, you know, overzealous of like, Hey bitch, leave me alone. I got business to attend to. He's not like actually calculating in his head he- what he
1: did even if it's 40 still a lot okay so they're hooked up to these batteries how did he hook up batteries to a control panel and to what end what none of that made sense to me what is there to control I, I, what
0: the only thing i can say right now is uh, is is damn it jim i'm a podcaster not a mechanic or an electrician
1: <laughs> but captain it makes no fucking sense <laughs> so suddenly a man on a motorcycle comes barreling down this road. And I thought it was really weird that he had a helmet on that was basically a mirror. I've never seen that in life.
0: That scene bothers me. Yeah, because the way he looks was like, was this Jordan Peele's interpretation of what douchey independent reporters for like websites are supposed to look like? No, I'll
1: tell you what it is. This is Jordan Peele's, his douchey what he thinks is genius way of tying in the mirror ball that spooked lucky on the set of the commercial when he saw that little round sphere and he saw his reflection and got spooked and kicked the lady behind him mirror reflection of seeing yourself looking something in the eye and then here's this idiot with a mirror fucking surface helmet he's like tying in all his shit together with that That's brilliant. No, it isn't because you didn't fucking know it until I just told you. (laughs) So it's not brilliant if it's hidden. Okay. You
0: can't use me as an example because I'm an idiot.
1: (laughs) All right. He stops at the house, this guy on the motorcycle outside and M is out there questioning him. He's sitting on his bike, filming something with a handheld camera, filming the clouds, filming her. He starts talking about the incident at Jupiter's claim. And she goes, oh, my God, you're from TMZ. How does she know that? He's clearly just a reporter asking questions. I don't know. Is he from TMZ? I don't know.
0: I mean, to be fair, I would make that assumption, too. If I see some random jackass out there filming stuff or, you know, like whatever, I'm going to go to TMZ because I associate TMZ with douchebags.
1: Right. And they're located in California and they do that. Uh, Okay, All right. So she says it into the walkie talkies. Hey, guys, there's some douche here from TMZ or whatever. Angel says the cloud is coming closer. And M tells the guy on the motorcycle, don't go that way. Leave, but don't go that way. And what does he do? He goes that way. (laughs) So Angel asks over the walkies, what happens when an electric bike going 60 miles an hour hits an anti-electric field going in the opposite direction? Okay. I would think that it would, because it's an electric bike, would just slow down like the trucks and everything else and all the power as it goes, and the power goes down and it would do the same thing. The alien's right overhead. Why wouldn't it just slow down and die like everything else? Instead, he stops abruptly and gets flipped off the bike because it acts like it hits an invisible brick wall. I didn't get um, any of that. I didn't
0: understand. Yeah, it. I don't know enough about that kind of stuff to know if that would work or not. I mean, it's cool, but I, I don't know. To me, I, I I chalk it up there with the scene with, with Jaws, with the shooting the air tank. It's like, hey, it's cool. Scientifically, that shit ain't going to happen, but it's a cool scene. It's a cool visual. So that's, that's kind of what that is to me. It's like, yeah, probably not going to happen, but You know, here we are complaining about, you know, logical shit like that not happening about a giant, basically space vagina, torturing a town in
1: California. So, and me for two hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) So we see that he stops abruptly. Like I said, like he's hitting an invisible wall. He flips over his bike and he eats complete shit. We see in a minute, his arm is like all busted and broken. Angel says, no way that guy's alive. We do see his cameras all busted up though. So that's (laughs) the the upside to that. (laughs) So the guy starts screaming as OJ approaches on horseback and he's got his head down, OJ does. And he tells the guy, don't look at him. We see the guy all busted up, broken arm. At minimum, the arm. He's clearly got other damage because he's just laying there motionless. He's worried about where his camera is. Where's my camera? Where's my camera? bro, you got bigger problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I kind of feel like he Jordan Peel nailed it with that. I feel like a lot of those people would be like that. We're so obsessed with technology and filming ourselves and getting everything on camera that, yeah, he would be like, where's my camera? I have to film this.
1: So all the cameras and the dancing wind guys all shut down. Everything shuts down as Angel hops up and helps Ant reload his cartridge on his handheld crank camera because you have to reload the the film. OJ leaps on his horse and takes off as the alien swoops down and sucks up TMZ guy. (laughs) Bye-bye.
0: I think we all want to see that happen to people that work for TMZ.
1: (laughs) So OJ stops. The alien hovers over him. And in the background, we can actually hear TMZ guy inside screaming. OJ puts his head down and the alien goes up behind a hill and up into the clouds. OJ rides Lucky back down the road. The alien follows him. And as it hovers right on top of him, in my opinion, we now get the best visual shot of the entire film. OJ releases a long rainbow flag rope with a little parachute, colorful parachute on the end of it. This is what M was sewing in that montage earlier was this little parachute deal.
0: Like I, I I kind of put that together, but sometimes I kind of forget about it when I'm watching the movie because I, I always do wonder when she's sewing. Like, what
1: the hell is she sewing?
0: And then like, oh yeah, That's the it. parachute.
1: So the alien backs off. This freaks it out. And it flies away. OJ makes it into the barn. Ant remarks that the light will be perfect for filming and that They don't deserve the impossible, but he takes off with his camera outside to go get more footage of it. I don't understand this, (laughs) but okay.
0: Yeah, that didn't make any sense, but I'll be honest. I kind of didn't pay attention to the cryptic weird shit that he says and like how like it doesn't make any sense because I keep thinking
1: as I was watching it like, is he wearing a dress? (laughs) So Ant starts filming manually out in the open and here comes the alien. I'm shocked that he left the safety of the tent, but he does. Angel is filming manually on a camera or his phone or something. I don't remember what it was. I think he took over because I think when Ant
0: left, there was two there's two stationary, like non-electrical cameras. There's the big one that they were filming with, and then he's got like a little handheld one. Okay. So I think Angel took over the big one.
1: So the alien takes ant, sucks him up. And angel's dumbass is spared simply because he runs right up to it. it knocks him down and he gets wrapped up in a tarp and rolls downhill. So that's the only reason he's spared. And in this tarp also he gets rolled up in some barbed wire.
0: Yeah, there was there was barbed wire too because he starts to wrap it around himself.
1: So the alien now goes after M, who's running into the shed. It demolishes the roof and she gets tossed around like a rag doll. Then Angel, who's wrapped up in barbed wire, gets sucked up into the alien, but it spits him out. (laughs) Now, again, immediately spits him out. Why didn't it immediately spit out the non-organic horse that it sucked up?
0: (laughs) This is where it starts to fall apart for me a little bit because that didn't make any sense.
1: So M runs down the road, sees the alien behind a nearby barn where OJ is hiding. The alien puffs up now, almost like a jellyfish, and gets really close to M, who runs for the motorcycle. The bike, of course, won't start electric. So OJ decides to entice the alien and bait him to focus on him, which made no sense to me. Well, I mean, you sacrifice yourself for your sister, so that that does make sense to me. Okay, what doesn't make sense to me is they're still near that area, but the bike now starts up. It starts, and it could M- be a
0: matter of I was going to say it could be a matter of distance, like maybe just a few inches matter. Made I mean, some people say you know it does it does matter on inches.
1: So the bike does start, and M takes off toward Jupiter's claim, and the alien decides to now follow her. What I don't understand is, here we go again, is the alien is so close, chasing, but the bike isn't shutting down. It still works. Whatever. She leads it to this photo booth well in the center of the little town of Jupiter's Claim. She releases the big ass balloon of the little cowboy that Jupiter's Claim has hovering right above the middle of town. She proceeds to, as it's going up into the sky right above this well, she grabs a bunch of change and starts making the wishing well camera snap pictures of what it can see above the well, which at the moment is just the balloon floating up. This is very anticlimactic to me. This
0: ending is, yeah, I, I thought the ending to this movie did not live up to, but I thought the design of the monster doesn't live up either. I was like, what the fuck is this
1: a weird jellyfish parachute looking thing with holes in it butterfly ish it's very bland and weird yeah so the balloon goes up into the clouds the alien approaches it and snatches it up in its mouth m gets a picture of it and now it appears that the balloon somehow causes the alien to explode what have you ever eaten so much when it
0: feels like your your gut is about to explode?
1: No, that doesn't explain it. No. This alien swallows a balloon, and then we see after the alien explodes, the deflated fabric of the balloon wafting down through the sky. Why did this alien explode? Why? Helium? I'm trying to
0: think of something. I'm really trying to think of helium? something.
1: That I don't a mouthful of helium, maybe?
0: You know, it could be that. We don't know how it reacts to natural gases. That's possible. Um, I'm I'm still going to go with the fact that it just farted itself to death.
1: I'll let you have that. That's fine. And the fact that you think that's what happened and you still enjoy this movie really perplexes me.
0: (laughs) I would be insulted right now, but you did make me watch Rawhead Rex. So
1: that movie is a B-movie gem, sir.
0: (laughs) is it is it though is it really
1: is it it? (laughs) so angel and oj see this happen as well but m manages to get a shot of it with that wishing well camera all the power comes back up and m gets to see film crews gathering around we hear a reporter say moments ago an unidentified object exploded and there are still fragments floating in the sky and they're filming it all with you know action, five news cameras and whatnot. M looks over in a different direction and sees the dust clearing under an archway. And there's OJ sitting on lucky near an exit sign. And we zoom in on the photo of frankly, amazing quality for a bottom of the wishing well, Polaroid snapshot of way up in the sky of this alien. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I had to suspend my disbelief. I'm like, Fuck, that's a great quality camera he's got in the bottom of a fucking well. Well, now we know where the money went. So, to be honest, yeah, this last shot of the alien, I thought it looked basically like a giant moth. It looked like shit. It was a terrible design. It felt really lackluster.
0: Like, I, I expected better from him. So, it, I was disappointed with it.
1: So, the music swells. We get title card. Nope. Fade to orange roll credits, the end, fade to red, credits rolling, fade to black, the end. Now, did you see at the very, very, very end of the credits, because I watched them all the way through this time, first time watching them all the way through, a big picture pops up of Jupiter's Claim, a cartoon uh, picture and, and words. It says, come ride through Jupiter's Claim at Universal Studios Hollywood as seen in nope no
0: i didn't see that i didn't watch uh, i never watched the credits usually unless i know there's going to be like a Marvel, like a marvel movie or something there's going to be like a tie in
1: so yeah i thought that was interesting i googled it and it was a thing i don't know if it still is something on the universal backlot tour that you can do it might be but they re they they used pieces from the actual set and like reconstructed a mini version of jupiter's claim for the tour I'm going to suspect that
0: if it's still there, it's not going to be there much longer or it's probably not there because I don't. I mean, with the movie not being a huge blockbuster success, I don't see them sticking with it. They'll be like, oh, we'll do it in passing for the tie in. But then after that, like, no, fuck this shit. or we'll, we'll go put in something new.
1: All right. So let's roll right into three questions. Uh, okay. How do you rank this among Jordan Peele's other films that he has also written and directed? So it would be a top three. There's Us, Get Out, and Nope. How do you rank those in order of favorite to least favorite?
0: Okay, so we're going favorite, not like what actually feels like the best, but favorite.
1: Well, your your favorite of the three. How do you rank them?
0: So if it's my favorite, Nope, and then Us, and then Get Out. Uh, I I do think Us is his best movie, story, directing, everything. Us just works so well. But Nope is the first one I watched. I enjoyed it. Um, I've got a common bond with the girlfriend over it. Despite the fact that you tried really hard to deflate my enthusiasm for this movie, my balloon did not pop.
1: (laughs) Hey, I take offense to that. I'm not trying to turn you on the film. (laughs) I'm not. I'm really not. What, what do I, I felt, always say? I always say that I'm not shitting on you or any of the listeners that like this film. God bless you all. I'm just shitting on the movie.
0: <laughs> That's what she says when she's recording. But when the my, when everything is off, she's just like, "No, fuck you and fuck this movie. And you're a terrible person for liking it. It's horrible. Save me, people.
1: <laughs> lies, all lies." <laughs> Okay, so yours is, tell me again, <laughs> favorite to least.
0: Uh, It's Nope, Us, and then Get Out.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So, wow, we're completely opposite because mine is Us, number one, Get Out, and then Nope. That's interesting.
0: Get Out was hard for me because I I love the premise and I love the acting. It was just too slow for me and the characters just didn't resonate with me enough like they did in in Nope. And Slower in than Nope? I was, well, I mean, Nope was slow, but the characters, I liked in Nope, so that helped for me to get into it. Okay. Um. Interesting. And then there was the overarching mystery of like the alien, I like aliens, so that kind of helped. Interesting. Uh, okay. But the real thing that hurt Get Out was I have a problem with racial tension movies because they make me feel uncomfortable. Uh, I'm not saying they shouldn't exist. And there's a few of them that I've enjoyed. Like I recently saw do the right thing. I actually liked that movie. I I don't, I don't love it, but I liked it. Um, Get out. Just the racial tension just kind of bothered me a little bit. Uh, Those movies just kind of get under my skin.
1: Okay. So Nope being your favorite is because of the characters you like the characters the best of the three films of characters that he's done so far.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just grew I think it's because I've seen it so many times that the characters grew on me more and more. And I, I do like the alien stuff. Uh, and I like a lot of the like sets for the movie. I like I like the setting. It's just a really pretty area. You okay. know, I live in a freaking desert myself, so it's like it's kind of nice to see a beautiful desert instead of like a bunch of roaming meth heads walking across the
1: desert. <laughs> All right. So for me, Us is my favorite, mostly because it delivers more than than any of his on the quote unquote horror aspect that the the scares, the suspense, the tension that he can build in that one. And then uh, mostly, notably Lupita Nyong'o's performance, the lead actress, blew my fucking mind. I was like amazing. Who is this is the first time I'd seen her in anything? Who is this? I have to see everything she's in. She's fucking amazing. That that cinched it for me. I was like, this movie's awesome. plus a couple of little jaws nods in the movie. But, yeah, to me, yeah, us is is leaps is. and bounds above the other two it's i mean if you're going off of like so what his what is his
0: best movie that is hands down his best movie uh like i said everything about that movie worked for the only thing i had at the end i had a little issue with the ending of the movie there was one little part that i was like okay that doesn't make sense what part um okay so spoilers so if anyone hasn't seen it turn off now So, like, at the end, when it's revealed that, well, she was the doppelganger the whole time, I felt there was this odd tension between her and her son. And I instantly thought, like, well, gee, that doesn't make any fucking sense because she was the doppelganger the entire time. So that's still the mother of the child. Right. Yeah, that that's like, it's not like they
1: swapped sometime during the fight. I- I'm with you. The film has its flaws. I'm not, as you've learned in this last couple hours, not a Jordan Peele fan, um, but uh, his best work, in my opinion, overall, for sure. Yes, definitely. All right. Question two. What would you have done differently had you been OJ and made this discovery? What would you have done differently, do you think? Hmm. Like you live in a desert. Let's say you make this discovery. You go outside tomorrow and realize the clouds aren't moving. What's your goal what what do you try to do my goal would
0: probably not to film it uh i'd be like keep an eye on it make sure it's not going to fuck with
1: me um (laughs) you go to fries and well not fries go to radio no not radio shack where would you go to get equipment now i don't know
0: uh walmart (laughs) uh that's pretty much all that's left now
1: (laughs) amazon maybe
0: amazon yeah order from amazon have them deliver it um yeah, I'd probably have some equipment just to kind of keep an eye on it so I know where it's at, so I can when I go out and get my shit. I'm like, okay, you know, you, you do you, leave me to do me, and we're all good. It's so the uh-huh. same thing I tell the spiders. I'm like, okay, you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone, and we're good. You fuck right. with me and then shit's gonna hit the fan.
1: Do you name them? Don't name them Jean Jacket.
0: <laughs> no. Uh it, it's so it's gonna look the same as it does in the movie, right? I don't know. Okay, if it looks the same as it does in the movie, I'm either gonna name it Vagina uh or anus oh my
1: god <laughs> alien anus okay yes but what do you do you you just set up a little bit of surveillance equipment to keep an eye on it and call it a day yeah, you don't well, try well, to trying... get the, the money shot
0: no because we saw what happened with with trying to get the money shot <laughs> it's I, I don't want its attention why do i want its attention okay uh, i want i want it i want it to leave me alone if it starts giving me attention then i'm gonna go get my hot cheetos my sour patch kids my cactus smoothie, and my fish sandwich and get the fuck out of town.
1: <laughs> That's dinner. You've decided dinner for me.
0: <laughs> I, I've decided dinner for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if it's me and I notice a f- janky cloud in the sky not going anywhere, just in the same place all the time, I am contacting my local government agency and saying, "Um, who do I report strange shit to? Because... Yeah, I'm not dealing with it either. I'm not trying to survey it. I'm not trying to get rich and famous. Now, if it's Bigfoot, that's different. But yeah, for, for an alien thing like that in the sky, I'm not fucking with that because you don't know what kind of technology they would have or not, or what it is.
0: So what you're telling me is that you would call in the alien task force on Alf.
1: <laughs> the men I want the men in black to show. I black. want Mulder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we all know you want Mulder. That's not Mulder a secret. Mulder and
1: Scully. Yes, I, yes. <laughs> peak Mulder. Send him to my house, please. Stat. Yeah, Peak
0: Mulder. Yeah, you don't you don't want like well, what was the show he was in? Weeds What was it Californication? One one was Californication. Yes, you don't want that Mulder.
1: You no, want I X-Files want Files Mulder. Peak X-Files Mulder. All right. Question 3. If you could build an attraction similar to, to Jupiter's Claim, build something that's a destination place for people to come what would you build not an amusement park obviously because those exist but what's something you would do that you think would be something you would like to go to something you think other people would like to go to just a fun Um, attraction that you could create
0: assuming that
1: that money is not an object spare no expense (laughs) Okay. If, if it's me, I
0: have two things in mind. And you're going to be surprised a little bit because you're going inst- to instantly think, oh, okay, you didn't do like comic book land or some shit like that. No. <laughs> if I had infinity money to waste, the two things I would want to see would be one, the island from Scooby Doo.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. I, I
0: want that to be a real thing. Two, I would do either it's a 50 50 shot, either a uh, horror themed, place like that like jupes but it's all horror themed so dracula's castle you know like maybe the hotel from uh the shining all the cool stuff like that or i would do one dedicated to
1: cryptos
0: (gasps) like a crypto camp
1: yes so
0: like you have like the little pond and you have like maybe the animatronic uh nessie
1: coming out of the water you're gonna Um, laugh at how fucking similar we are that's amazing i would go there
0: That's okay. I don't mind if we're similar as long as my dick's bigger.
1: (laughs) My leaps and bounds. I guarantee (laughs) it. (laughs) So what I would create is a multi-course giant mini golf. And I would have not just themed holes, but themed whole courses. I would have a horror themed course. I would have a cryptid with little Nessie coming out of the water. Uh, like a little lake, you know, like a, what do they call those? Um, Sand traps, water traps. I would have, have you know,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I would have a cryptid area, a horror full one, uh, you know, like a wild West type one with like, you know, cowboy shit. (laughs) Um, I would just do up a big giant, maybe like a movie theme one with things, famous movie scenes, like just giant mini golf oasis where you could mini golf for days and still not necessarily do it all. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, okay that was uh, I I want that to happen
1: now I think that would be fucking amazing <laughs> right so hurry up and win the lottery and let's do it out by you in the desert <laughs> <laughs> all right so that is going to wrap up our discussion today on nope and that's my overall take on it folks nope <laughs> um,
0: I, I just I, I, I do want to I want to thank you for, for watching this, for doing this. I know how torture it was for you. I know that, you know, in your opinion, this movie sucked harder than a $2 hooker trying for an Arby's coupon. So,
1: you know, I, I get that. Facts. Facts. If any of you out there would like to watch, nope. Why would you? But okay. If you want to go ahead, it's currently streaming on Amazon. If you have a subscription and you can also check out pay streaming on Amazon us and get out. So I want to thank you for joining me today, sir. I'm sorry to rip apart a movie you like, but you know, that's, that's how we roll here at Let's Talk Turkeys.
0: Yeah. You, you went into this one like a vulture.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we want to thank you all for listening and until next time. Goodbye.
0: Welcome to the
1: Star Lasso Experience, only at Jupiter's Claim. To avoid using your cell phones or any flash photography during the event. Mm. Now sit back,
0: stay in your seats, and enjoy the Star Lasso
1: Experience. Listeners, Movie Miss here saying we know you have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts. So we want to thank you so much for listening to ours. Please make sure to find us on our socials and join us. Be part of our bad movie conversations. We want to chat with you. We're on Facebook with an official page as well as a Let's Talk Turkeys discussion group where you can talk with other like minded individuals who like bad movies. We're on Instagram at Let's Talk Turkeys. Our Twitter handle is at Gobble Podcast. That's G-O-B-B-L-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And of course, you can always email us direct. We would love to get suggestions from you of movies you would like us to cover. If you want to be a guest on the show, we would love that. So directly, that's Let's Talk Turkeys, all one word, at yahoo.com. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go!